Hello, this is the Angel on Earth podcast, and I am AOE. For today's episode, I'm going to do another one on headache and migraine relief. So this will be part three. And I'm focusing primarily on the psoas muscle for this episode. There, There's a lot that can be said about the psoas Many people will refer to it as the muscle of the soul, and honestly, there's probably a pretty good connection there. (laughs) And I know that many, oh, you might also get some contribution from my co-hosts, Kitten and Doggy here, so please enjoy their message as they share it along with mine. (laughs) That's right. Oh my goodness, he has so much to tell you. Did you hear that? Yeah, I know, right? So let's get back to the psoas, right? Yeah, he knows about the psoas. So, (laughs) what I wanted to tell you is if you're experiencing a lot of ascension symptoms and you're getting the throbbing headache or the headaches that just don't seem to go away... or the ones that make you dizzy. There are a lot of of really rough headaches that the psoas is actually a great contributor to. And many people just don't know much about their psoas and it's not obvious where it's located or how to identify it. So essentially what your psoas, where your psoas is located is well, it's of course inside of you, <laughs> but it attaches to your spine and then it goes forward diagonally and it connects to your femur, so your leg bone. So it connects from a, a region in your, in your spine in the back and then it comes forward and stretches out and goes to your femur, in, like on the front side of your femur. So it's the only muscle that's actually diagonal in your body, and it is it is not very straightforward how you control it or, or make it go, but it is in a very important muscle, and it allows you to be able to lift your legs up and walk and keep structure in your, in your posture and be, allows you to sit up straight. And it, it does a lot of different things. One one way that you might notice if you have a problem with your psoas muscle, not just for headaches, is you might notice some lower back pain. You might notice mid-back pain. You might notice upper back pain. I realize that I just covered all of the different types of back pains, but that's just because the psoas muscle is very unique, and you might just find that one of those pains in any of those areas is really being triggered by the psoas. I felt pain in my shoulder blades that was actually due to my psoas muscle being too tight. And you can go ahead and I would recommend googling your psoas muscle just so you get a nice visual. You have them running from both sides left and right from going from your spine forward to your to your legs. And you'll you'll get a better image from the googling, <laughs> but what what really matters the most is how you're feeling. It's not really going to be obvious just by looking at yourself if you have a psoas that's too tight, and it's 
So I told you about the back pain. You might even have some weird, weird stuff going on in your legs. I know that's not specific, but you might, this might sound strange, but you might feel like really itchy. Like it's, it's almost like, it's almost like someone put a, a really uncomfortable sweater. I mean, whatever that material was, it wool? I don't know. Whatever that material is that people used to like make jokes about and that type of sweater being super uncomfortable, that stuff. It's like you put that stuff all over your legs and you just feel itchy and it just drives you up the wall. But it's actually partially related to your psoas. You might also just be getting really weird ear symptoms. You might get a lot of pressure and congestion and you might have a little bit harder time hearing. It can also make you very, I might have said dizzy already but that's one. There are probably a list of symptoms that they'll show you online for if your psoas is too tight, it might cause these things. And some of what I'm telling you may not be on there, but I can tell you from my own personal experience and from working with other people who have had these problems, that it, these are very real symptoms of your psoas being tight. So it doesn't have to be something that's directly near where those muscles are. It doesn't have to be one of the symptoms that Google has listed. These are all possible things you might feel. And if you are experiencing this, why on earth not just try something that might make it go away? <laughs> Even if you don't want to believe that it's your psoas. So, psoas muscle, it is not easy to stretch this muscle, but it is very critical for you to do that, especially during this very crazy time period where you might be getting extra headaches and extra extension symptoms. What I have noticed is if you, once you have learned that your psoas muscle is, oh, I should probably do this. I'm gonna put a disclaimer, should have done that in the very beginning. Anything I say here is not medical advice. These are all just interesting things I'm sharing with you. So please do your own research and your own discussions with your healthcare provider and all that stuff. I'm not your doctor. Don't listen to me for medical advice. But I'm going to tell you about all of the things that I know and that I personally have experienced and the easier ways that I have found relief and found to just nail some of those headaches that just won't go away. So <clears throat> what you want to do if you're trying to stretch your psoas, oh, other symptoms that I really think are important. If you are someone who finds it hard to breathe, now it sounds weird, but it's, I literally mean that. Like if you feel like you're trying to take a deep breath and expand your chest and your stomach, but you can't, like it's just, you feel like it's really tight and you can't quite get more air in. That is also a possibility of something that could be happening because you have a too tight psoas. And it might even hurt a little bit to breathe, and it might feel like you just can't get enough air. So if you are experiencing that as well, then that could be related to your tight psoas. And 
what that what that kind of has to do with is when your psoas is tight, it it interferes with your diaphragm's ability to relax and contract the way it naturally would to allow yourself to to take more air in or to expel enough air. And so what what you're essentially feeling is actually not being able to get the amount of breath in that you want so you, you feel like you're not getting enough air. And what that does is it triggers your fight or flight response because your body kind of goes into this state of like hypervigilance and this anxious state because naturally your body, when you feel like you're not able to get enough air, it's in this like fight or flight kind of a situation where you're trying, where you're trying to get away from something. But if you're chronically in this situation of having your, your psoas be tight and triggering this issue with your diaphragm and and all of these other things cascading down, the end result is that your body is now anxious and you feel like you can't get enough air. And then if you have a headache on top of it too, you know, like that's all just sucks. So what I do when that is happening is I try to do a number of different stretches. One of the best ones, which I'm going to focus on right now because it is, it's very effective if you do it correctly, is going to be using a foam roller. I use a really heavy, like it's like a, sorry, not really heavy, but it's a very dense black foam roller that I got off of Amazon. I think it was like 20 bucks. And if you have any other rollers at home, I mean, these are like these really big, thick foam rollers, just you can use any of them, honestly, it's what, as long as you can put like your body weight on and it doesn't compress it all the way down, then you're good. Um, so what you're trying to do with it is you want to put it on a firm surface. You can just like put it on the ground. That's fine. And you're going to lay onto it so that your, your butt is, so I should say this too, which way you should orient it. So you want to face it like set it on the ground in front of you horizontally and then you're gonna lay on top of it and it's you're just gonna be like a cross on like like it's literally like you're so you're not gonna be laying parallel to it you're gonna go don't make me think about all these words so you're gonna lay on it like a cross so like when your body lays on it it looks like a cross uh but what you're gonna do is you're gonna shimmy your little butt to the point where your butt is just kind of slightly off of the roller and your sacral, kind of like your sacral region, that is what is going to be on the foam roller. And do this gently. Don't go like just like rolling on, don't rush into it. You don't want you to hurt yourselves. Don't do what I'm saying, by the way, because I'm not a doctor and I'm not giving you medical advice. This is what I do. So I would not go rushing into this. <laughs> I would lay on it gently and ease my body up into the position where I'm laying on my back or kind of on my sacrum on the foam roller and then like let your let your upper body relax completely back just like your arms both your arms stay kind of going outward like a bird a flapping bird just but just straight out (laughs) and then Allow one of your legs to stay uh, like a knee bent and then let the other leg 
go straight out really gently if you have a really tight lower back and a really tight psoas this can be discomforting initially so I would stick my right like my I, I start with my right leg you can do whichever one you want but after it's extended I just start taking really deep breaths and I'm very conscious about not like trying to contract muscles really quickly or anything in this position the goal here is just to relax and ease everything in this position if you do it right and relax enough you can loosen your psoas muscle and and allow it to be less contracted and when you leave your your say your right leg out what you want to do is i recommend keeping your toes somewhat curled back you don't have to super strongly activate that muscle to curl it back but I try to keep my foot out but I try not to do any kind of like toe pointing like all you ballerinas don't do the toe pointing keep your your foot almost like like let me see kind of like your foot is is up so like if someone else was doing this right in front of you they could give you a little foot high five (laughs) So is that like you're just the point is don't point your foot keep it keep it like somewhat active and the toes pointing back towards you and all of the rest of the muscles very relaxed and when you're taking deep breaths what you're going to want to do is try to imagine breathing into the back of your lungs breathing into your stomach breathing into and letting your stomach and your lungs all expand all the way around not just in the front into the belly but into the back you want to really help release that psoas muscle by using your breath and the weight of your body and gravity pulling your leg down to just ease that muscle so after you've done that on one side, and you can do this for different amounts of time. It could be 30 seconds. It could be a minute. It could be a little longer. You'll start to see what's most comfortable for you. But just give it give it a little time so that you're, you're getting to a point where you feel, you feel some release. And then what you're going to do is you're going to do the same thing with the opposite leg. So then you're going to bring your other knee back up and kind of leave it bent upwards so the knee is facing upwards and then stick the other leg all the way out. Make sure your foot is a little bit active and your toes are pointing towards you. And just take deep breaths on the other side. And then what you can either go back to the opposite leg again or stay on the same leg. But this time what you're going to do is instead of having your the knee that's bent. So you're going to have your leg that's always stuck, like that's out, stretched outwards. When you do the second type of stretch, you're going to take the leg that's already bent and you're going to pull, look very gently and carefully so you don't roll off of it. Pull the knee towards you. So now you're going to have one leg that's out flat on the ground and you're going to have the other one that's actually in the air and and you're pulling the knee towards you and don't try really hard to not go arching your back a ton just so you can pull it more try to keep your back 
I know this is going to sound weird, but straight, <laughs> although you will be at an angle. And if you're doing this, you'll know what I mean. But your, your whole body is going to be a little bit angled. But try to keep your spine generally straight. And do more of the deep breathing into your back. And also do it on the opposite side. Stick the other leg out. And then the knee that's bent, pull that in towards you. Take more deep breaths. And then just relax. Take the foam roller out. And then just lay, let, allow yourself to lay on the ground. And just kind of like enjoy the stretch that's just taken place and just try to like take some deep breaths. If you feel like it's an extreme stretch because you just did a lot, then because it's like super tight or something, then tr don't um, don't get up really fast or anything. You don't want to like have a muscle spasm. But at least you can then just like lay there and allow your body to kind of like get back to homeostasis and then start moving around again. I do this multiple times a day, especially when I'm having the really bad headaches. It helps a lot. I'm not going to guarantee it helps with every headache, but I can tell you that it helps with a lot of them. And what you can do if you don't have a foam roller, now this isn't going to help you quite as much, but it will help you, even if you do use a foam roller, this might be good to do in the beginning if you're not quite understanding or feeling what it is to breathe into your back. What you can do is take a towel uh, and maybe like, not like a, not like a hand washcloth, like a little bit longer of a towel and you're going to wrap it around your body so that like if you were, if you just got out of the shower and you have the towel around your, your back and you like opened your arms like you could see all of your nakedness if you were standing in front of a mirror. <laughs> and so at least your frontness. And then what even you know, do it after a shower. This is actually a good exercise to do after a shower because your body might have relaxed a lot and and you feel like the muscles are a lot less tight. Take the towel and hold it, like kind of pull it forward a, a um so that there's some pressure around your whole body and like relax and take some deep breaths. What you'll notice with the pressure going around your, like you want to really feel the pressure around your rib cage and your back. And if you're doing the breaths right, you should feel as you inhale the actual expansion of your rib cage and your back. And you'll feel if you're, and you can, once you get used to it doing the towel, then you can just put your hands behind your back. And the best way to do this is, I would say, stick. You can do whatever feels right. But, but basically wrap both hands around on their respective sides. Your left hand wrap around to your left side of the back. Right hand right, uh, wrap it around to the right side of your back really your back slash lower rib, rib cage. And what you're going to do is you're going to feel there for when you take those deep breaths that your rib cage is expanding. And just doing that and getting those good deep breaths and that is going to help start to relax the psoas. You, you will benefit a lot by doing the actual stretches for the psoas because that will help the leg side of the, the muscle that's being activated. 
But um, if you don't have any other tools, like the, the, the foam rollers or something, the towel exercise of just breathing into the towel, that will still help you and help teach you how to use your body better and more effectively. And there is another stretch you can do that would help some. You can uh, go to the side of your bed. You're going to be laying on your bed, but you can gently allow one of your legs to hang down onto the side of the bed. So say your, your right leg, you're going to hang your right leg down onto the side of the bed and you're just going to like keep your you want to keep your back flat on the bed. So you don't want to be arching your back as you allow your right leg to drop down. That's going to kind of defeat the purpose of the exercise. So try really hard to be aware of the fact that you're keeping your, your back flat on the bed and take some really deep breaths as you lower your right leg down. And then you can just relax there for a little bit while your leg is hanging and that'll help stretch out some more of your psoas. And you can do the, you can just kind of turn around and do the opposite leg on the same side. Or you could go to the other side of the bed, whichever is fine. And then what, what, either way, whatever you do at the end of it, do the same thing. Give yourself a chance to just relax, take some deep breaths with your, just fully laying on the bed and allow your body to kind of just get used to whatever stretches just took place. And that's really the, the best, the, the best ways that will quickly give you some release. And that's so as the other, the other option that doesn't require a roller or anything or a bed, if you're just on the floor is a pigeon. And if you don't know what pigeon is, just go ahead and Google what pigeon looks like. Essentially what you're doing is like one of your legs is, is bent in front of you. You, you could even start by doing like, um, butterfly. So like your knees are out like a butterfly and you're just sitting like on the floor and then take, keep one side bent and then take the leg opposite leg and have it go behind you. And it looks a little weird because it's almost like that leg is doing a little bit of a split kind of a thing. And then your, your leg in the front is just staying in that nice little crossed, like you were in butterfly. And then you, and then eventually you're just kind of taking deep breaths as you stay in that position and very gently enter that position if you're not used to doing a lot of stretches or yoga, but that will also help release your psoas muscle and other muscles as well. And it's, I couldn't even begin to explain exactly why the psoas muscle causes so many of the different headaches and the other not as obvious, like the connection isn't as obvious for that type of back pain, but I'll be completely honest with you. This has made a huge difference when I understood that this was a big problem and contributing to all of this stuff. And like I said, there's many different reasons that people could be getting headaches. So don't overlook other reasons, but this tends to help a lot for many of the different types of headaches that you might be experiencing. And I know a lot of you are experiencing those kinds of headaches right now. So I encourage you to try any one of the different stretches or suggestions I've given you during this episode. And I really hope it helps you. If it did, please, you know, send a message or comment or something 
If you want to reach out to me on Instagram, it's at AOE underscore angel on earth. And let me see. I feel like there was one more thing I was going to tell you guys about the psoas. Well, so one thing to keep in mind. So I did say in the beginning, the psoas, a lot of people think of it as the muscle of the soul. And you, you all who are listening are, are you, you better be used to all this like soul stuff and like where you, what you really are and divine purpose and all that. So I'm just going to jump right in. When we're talking about the psoas, it really could have something to do with what your body is trying to communicate to you. Now, one of the times that these things actually get really tight is when you're sitting at your desk a lot. And maybe if you're someone who really doesn't like your job and you are constantly sitting and not able to move around or do things that you want to do, you might experience an even more exacerbated tight psoas, which could potentially just be your soul trying to get your attention to get you to stop doing the ridiculous thing that you're doing and maybe follow your soul purpose. (laughs) Just maybe. But it also might be part of ascension symptoms because as you're getting all these downloads or uploads or whatever you want to call them for yourself and you are up leveling, there's a lot of stuff going on in your different chakras and in general, the way energy is going to be flowing through your body. Ideally, it is becoming more efficient at traveling through your body and it is unblocking. Things are becoming unblocked and things are being worked on. And sometimes there are things we haven't released yet that we've been working on, or maybe we don't even know that we need to work on. And that might end up getting stuck in the psoas. And what you're feeling is a lot of intense pain that's causing the back pain or the headaches or whatever you might be feeling. And it's us, it's trying to get your attention that something isn't being dealt with yet. And it's not to say that you have to deal with that specific problem. And this isn't like a spiritual bypass kind of a thing. You, but you may not have to even address that problem. If you are able to properly release the muscle and relax it, you may be able to just release the energy, the negative energy that was bound up there and allow yourself to still experience positive results and fulfill whatever you needed to have gone through to overcome that thing that you may just not be conscious of. And it was something you needed to release, but either you needed to work it out emotionally and consciously and deal with the problem, or you can simply release it energetically by doing these stretches and allowing some of that to kind of dissipate and and give you either way you worked it out or you've just released it, you, you now have less discomfort. And yeah, so I really hope it does help a lot of you. I know it can make a huge difference, so please try it. And one more thing before the end of this episode, I am planning a dragon meditation to be happening soon. I I put a post up earlier, so 
Let me know if you're interested in this, if you want to participate. I, I haven't decided yet if it's going to be a live event, like a, um, a webinar or kind of like a, or I don't know, basically live or if it's just going to be a recording that I'll share with everyone. I have been leaning more towards doing a live, but I just want to make sure enough people want to do it. So if you could DM me or just a comment or something just to let me know that you're interested, that'll help me a lot to to make the decision to do a live or not. And if it's a live, it's going to be free. This is, so this, I didn't even say it. So the Dragon Meditation is going to be focusing on helping out with these fires. So right now there are a lot of fires going on for sure all over California. I imagine other places as well, but the world is kind of like in flames at the moment. And I just wanted to do some, I can not just wanted to, my guys have basically told me that right now is a very optimal time to be doing some work with the dragons to attempt to reduce the severity of what's going on for those who are directly around these fires, but also to do a little bit of help for the wild animals that are being trapped in these very difficult situations. Many of them are running off and escaping and trying to get away, but there is a lot of loss in their lives as well. They're losing their homes. And although this huge energetic release and healing that earth is trying to go through right now is absolutely necessary. And I respect that. And I know it is, there's a reason for it all. I just want to try to do a little something to support everyone as this proceeds as well as the earth. So I, I hope you might join me and I will, um, I'll share some more about that soon. I'll probably be scheduling it in the next day or two. Probably, well, within the next couple of days. There's a lot of fires. But for now, love you lots. <laughs> Bye.